Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness princess, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to click on and listen in because... Right now, I'm in the most holiday, Christmas, Thanksgiving spirit, and I truthfully think it is because of, I don't know, I think it's because last year I just never let myself enjoy Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, If you celebrate other holidays, holidays in general, I never let myself enjoy that, and I think now that I have recovered from the eating disorder, I am learning all about intuitive eating and, you know, body positivity and things like that. Like life is gets so much better. So if you right now are listening and you're struggling within recovery, you're thinking, you know, I'm never going to love myself if I recover, if I gain the weight back. I'm never going to love myself if I, you know, allow myself to intuitively eat. Like that's untrue. Once you hit, you will hit a couple. I hit so many rocks along the journey, like so many bumps along the road. Um, But never once did I look back and be like, well, I want to be back to where I was because I knew last year during this time, I was terrified of Thanksgiving and Christmas. I was not, not enjoying it. I was more focused on myself and my body. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't there to spend time with family, to spend time with friends, to, you know, for me, the true meaning of Christmas is Jesus's birth. And I literally could care less. I cared more about the food and the calories and how my body looked. And that's just not a way to spend the holidays. But anyway, that's kind of what the episode is going to be about. You can stay healthy. You can have balance during the holidays. And I personally despise New Year's resolutions. I set them all right, but I despise them because I believe that you can't just, a lot of people say, okay, well, I'll get healthy you know, next year, like New Year's, that's when I'm going to go on a diet, that's when I'm going to work out, but now I'm just going to pig out. And that is just horrible because that is not a lifestyle. You need to be able to sustain your eating habits, your exercise throughout your entire life. Of course, things ebbs and flow, you know, you get injured, you get sick, something crazy happens, you know, vacation, study abroad, whatever. But you can still maintain some healthy habits. You can maintain balance. Balance looks different on everyone. And balance also means like means to me different things regarding a different season of my life. So that's what this episode is going to be about. But before we get in, I'm going to set the mood. So right now it's Sunday, like around two-ish. I had a very chill Sunday and, you know, I am... I have a little lull in my semester schedule, so my classes aren't like overloading me with homework, which is really nice to have a breather because I know before Thanksgiving break, especially before winter break, I'm going to have so many exams, so I'm letting myself rest. And this is a good reminder to you, if have you let yourself rest in the past day or week? It doesn't have to be a big, long three hour like sleeping session like no it could be reading a book doing something you enjoy working out cooking a nourishing meal for yourself doing something that you genuinely enjoy and genuinely that turns your mind off of all these worries so just check yourself in see if maybe you need a break of some sort maybe you need to get up take a walk outside I know it's getting colder out but you know I still 
make it a priority to get outside for at least 30 minutes to an hour and walk my dog. I will do that even when it's negative 20 out. Of course, my dog has special, he has a coat, he has special like booties that are like insulated. Um, he's a bigger dog. He's an Airedale Terrier, so he can get really fluffy during the um, winter to keep him warm, but we make sure that we give him um, gear too so he won't like freeze during these walks with me. So anyway, I'm in a really good mood. I just changed out and lately I've been trying to wear nicer clothing around the house. I feel like all I've been doing is like wearing a lot of sloppy clothing and that doesn't make me feel good or productive. So I changed from my nice like I was wearing a black sweater dress to church and I changed into some comfortable jeans and this cashmere sweater. And I feel so good right now. I, I just feel so good. Um, yeah, this is your sign to invest in clothing too. If you can't tell, this episode is going to be like all over the place. But this is your sign to invest in clothing that makes you feel good. Um, I've been forcing myself, and I mean actually forcing myself, to not go to H&M or Target or um, a lot of those fast fashion stores to get my clothing. I... No, it's it's really hard because those clo- the clothing is so cheap and it's so cute. But number one, I feel like when you wear like polyester, it just doesn't feel good. I feel like you get really sweaty. It doesn't, it just doesn't feel good. And also when you wash it just a couple times, it starts looking very worn. They don't last. And that's why I have been telling myself, okay, well... I get you want to get new clothing, but I'd rather only purchase maybe three sweaters instead of 10. But those sweaters are nice. They're made of cashmere. They're made of wool, cotton. They're made of natural materials. And of course, it is more expensive. And I know some people are probably going to be hollering, well, like, look at you. You have the money for that. Actually, no, I don't. What I do is instead of spending, let's say every sweater H&M is like roughly 30 bucks. Instead of buying 10 sweaters over the season, the winter season for $30, which would equate to about, I'd say like, no, it would be $300, right? Instead of doing that, I would rather spend that $300 and purchase three $100 sweaters that are made out of cashmere and wool. So it's not like I have an influx of a ton of money to purchase it. It's because I'm like prioritizing what I purchase with that same money. Also, go to like thrift shops because you can find some really nice pieces that are cashmere that are wool in thrift shops for really um, cheap price like I've gotten cashmere sweaters for like 20 or 30 bucks there um, so that's a little tip now on to like the actual stuff that I want to talk about um, a high and a low so high is I I don't know I feel like there's this like saying mantra going through my head like high on life and that's literally what I feel like I feel really good. I feel really in tune with myself. I feel in tune with God. I feel in tune with other people and I'm just vibing. And this is the kind of energy that I want to trap and keep in a bottle for those days that I might be feeling down. Because trust me, you know, life is a bunch of highs and lows and this is definitely a high. But, you know, I might hit a low and I want to be able to remember how I felt Um, during this time and also if you are feeling really good ask yourself what did I do to make myself feel good did I wake up early did I eat nourishing foods did I do a workout that I really enjoyed did I meet a friend that I really like like what made you so happy and on bad days try and put that happiness into 
your day. Okay. And then a low is honestly, I know people are going to be like, this is so cheesy, but I don't have a low right now. I really don't. Maybe my low is I know it's going to get really busy in the next two weeks. And this is kind of my last day off. Um, so yeah. Anyway, as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm really in the holiday spirit and you might see some holiday things around my Instagram, my TikTok. So this is a plug to go follow that um, because I'm on there every single day and um, you can always DM me, chat, whatever you want to do. Um, I would love to answer you and also make sure to follow this podcast. Hit the notifications bell so you know when I post. I generally post Saturday mornings, but if you want to be the first one to listen to my beautiful voice, hit that notification bell. And also repost this podcast episode or whatever other podcast episode you enjoyed onto your story. I will repost your story um, and I will obviously ask you a couple questions and just chat with you and see how you liked the episode. So the holidays are super fast approaching, which is why I'm obsessed with them. But it can also be a really stressful time for a lot of people, especially in the wellness community because a lot of people are terrified of the indulgent food and not really having full control over, um, you know, the food that's brought to maybe a gathering, a party. And you have a little bit of less structure, especially if you go on vacations or you're going to, you know, grandma, grandpa's house or you're visiting other family. You have a little bit less structure. And I personally preach the 80-20 lifestyle regarding food, intuitive eating, work, school life balance, almost anything. And this kind of balance, and I feel like the 80-20 is, for me, not, I know some people have been viewing it in a very toxic light. I view it as something positive, as something to strive for, to have balance, to rest and work hard, you know? Um, but this 80-20 lifestyle really helps me to stay healthy no matter what season I'm in, no matter what place I'm in, whether I'm on vacation or whether I'm at home, whether it's, you know, you know, December 25th or it's like a random day in February, I try to stick to some very healthy tips that help me throughout the holidays and throughout almost any other part of my life because that's what makes me feel the best and the most energized and I am able to really calm myself and those guilty thoughts down because, you know, those eating disorder thoughts, those kinds of negative thoughts about my body image, they still come up. And quite personally, I think everyone has days where they have negative thoughts about their body image, no matter if they had an eating disorder in the past. Um, that's unfortunately the society we live in. Um, so let's get into the episode. Okay, so last year, my holidays was, they were horrible. I was really deep in my eating disorder. I had a really bad binge restrict cycle going on because during this time, my body started to deal with extreme hunger. So obviously, extreme hunger means you're hungry a lot. And I personally convinced myself, I gaslighted myself into thinking I was binging when in reality, it was literally just because my body was starving for actual food by this point. And um, th I remember Thanksgiving was horrible because you know, all the guilt and shame for eating certain foods that may not be available to me all the time really led to a lot of overeating and eating way past fullness. And I totally understand that Thanksgiving, a lot of people eat past fullness and that's okay. But I was not doing it out of 
oh, this food is so good. Um, rather, like, I feel guilty and I wanted to cover up that emotion that I was dealing with. And then for Christmas, yeah, I was in the Dominican Republic and this was even worse because I had like not, I had like zero control over the food I ate. I was constantly eating around my family and a lot of people with eating disorders would tell you that like during their eating disorder, they would eat alone. Um, Eating with people really stressed them out. So, but the thing is I was eating with my family every single meal and I was constantly exercising to not gain weight. I distinctly remember that I was, you know, running extra um, in secret. I was swimming a lot, even though I genuinely didn't want to like swim that much. Um, like I like, I like to swim, especially when I'm on vacation and it's hot, but like I was really swimming. Um, and so for me, this horrible mindset really ruined Christmas. And you might relate. You might have had past holidays, past vacations that were just you were consumed by the guilt um, of your food. You were, a lot of times you might have been in a binge restrict cycle, even during your vacation. It was so embarrassing and you just don't want to deal with that this year. You want to be the happiest and healthiest version of you and I totally respect that and I can empathize with you because I've been there. You know, I've pretty much gone through the trenches with you. I know what it's like and I want to help you. I'm here to help. So, Please just listen and try your best to, you know, take these tips because they're only going to help you. And with these tips, I don't care if it's January 17th and you're still on your new year resolution grind or it's now. You're starting literally right now, today. You know, start now. You don't have to wait till the perfect day. Just start implementing these healthy habits now. So when birthdays and holidays come up, you're not stressed about it. You're excited to go. So, since healing my relationship with food and exercise, as well as myself, and this is still a journey because I tend to still have those bad days, I learned how to enjoy the holidays without any guilt, shame, and having balance. So, as I mentioned previously, balance, the whole 80-20 thing, is honestly the best way to stay or get healthy. Like, I don't feel like those workout challenges, um, you know the toxic ones that are like abs in seven days? Yeah, those don't work at all either. Or those diets never work because it's not a lifestyle change. It's a quick fix. And that's why a lot of people, that's why you like you see on like January 1st, everyone's at the gym. But by February, like 90% of those people have left. And that's because they're just they're just going from number one, they're going from zero to a hundred. And I'll have an episode on how to accomplish your New Year's resolutions in a couple weeks. But um at the same time, it's not sustainable. Working out for two, three hours a day for most people is not sustainable. And, you know, that's okay. It doesn't mean you're unhealthy. That just means that, again, healthy and balanced looks different on everyone. And even I don't have the time to work out for three hours in the gym. Um, so for me, balance is always kind of ebbing and flowing. It can change depending on the season of life you're in. Maybe it's summer and you're hanging out a lot with friends and you might be staying up a little later and making waking up a bit later. But in the winter, you might be hibernating more. You might, you know, be doing more self-care and really trying to get into a healthy and good routine. And that's okay. You know, balance in the winter can differ from balance in the summer. And again, that's okay. But for me, I find that especially on days that can be really stressful, 
um, during, you know, the holidays, a lot of family, a lot of things that are out of your control, you know, you can find balance within those days too. You are not going to go back on your wellness habits, on your, you know, fitness habits, on your, how you feel just because it's, you know, Christmas or just because it's Thanksgiving. Like that shouldn't matter. You have this healthy lifestyle so you can just live your life, enjoy these holidays, enjoy vacations and not worry about the guilt and the shame and the food. Just enjoy yourself. So here are some of my best tips to do for the holidays, or you can literally apply these to any situation of life you're in, even on a normal random day um, in the summer. So number one, stay hydrated. I don't know how much I have to harp, but if you haven't drunk water in the past 30 minutes, I challenge you to pause this episode or just keep listening, but grab your water and take a drink. I'm going to do it with you. Yeah, that was relaxing. Staying hydrated really, really helps, especially during the holidays. I get like Thanksgiving, Christmas, you don't really feel as inspired to drink a bunch of water because it's cold outside, but you know, make sure you're drinking water every, you know, half hour to hour. Make sure, like, I don't like to set a number for how much water you should be drinking. I, it's really different for every single person. Like, I probably drink more water than my little sister, but my little sister is a different body. Her body requires different things of her. So she might not need as much water as me. And, you know, my dad probably drinks more water than me because he's bigger and he probably needs more and has different water and energy requirements. So make sure to stay hydrated, especially I would say in the morning, make sure you're drinking your water, especially before coffee or any sort of caffeine. It just helps to set you up for the day. Um, Make sure you always have water next to your meals so um, you're staying hydrated during that time. Number two is move your body how you want. So I did just do a previous episode on intuitive movement. So definitely go and check back if you want to learn more about that. But I recommend to really try something new like skating or skiing, especially if you live in a cold climate like me. I feel like I always dreaded winter because I was never like a winter, I wasn't ever a sport girl, I would say. Um, I'm an equestrian, so that was always more pleasant in the summer when your toes weren't freezing in your boots. But like walking, I loved you know, running, like those are very outdoorsy things. And in the winter just makes it 10 times harder. But I'm going to try skating and skiing. I'm going to try both of them. And I'll probably make a whole TikTok on that. So again, go follow me, please. I want to see your beautiful faces fill my screen and make me so happy because we're all wellness princesses over here. Um, But you know, move in a way that feels good for your body as long as you're getting some movement in. Um, Pilates, weightlifting, whatever feels good for you, cycling, skiing, skating, walking, a combination of all of those, like do whatever feels best for your body. And, you know, you will, even during Christmas, get moving somehow, maybe take a walk outside or do a light stretch. It doesn't have to be a big, heavy workout session. It just, it just means that, you know, you're moving your body in a way that feels good. Number three, balance your plate. Now I know Thanksgiving and Christmas, all 
the good food comes out. And I mean all of the good food. Okay, you have the turkey, breads, pies, mashed potatoes, all the salads. Our family is a little weird. We don't love turkey, so we actually do chicken. Um, but it's still delicious. My mom bakes bread. She makes a ton of salads, and they're so good. Most of our family comes from Europe, so we know how to make a salad. And no, our salad is not just lettuce. It is so good. And, you know, Christmas is very similar with all of the those yummy foods. Plus, you know, have cookies and cakes and little pastries that I and the rest of my family likes to bake. And no matter what or when you're eating, balance your plate. So make sure that in your meals there is a good protein, fat, carb and some sort of fresh fruit or veggie um for example let's let's make a thanksgiving plate together because i know that when thanksgiving rolls around you my little wellness princess are going to just crush it you're going to enjoy the good food no restrictions you're going to be super mindful and you're going to balance your plate so well anyway let's just visualize this for a second okay so you're looking at the buffet of plates that your family brought okay you have like a little potluck situation going on you totter on over to the mashed potatoes and you get a good spoon of those because you know those healthy carbs yes please next grab some chicken or turkey or whatever meat your family is serving because we need protein in our lives then skip on over to the salads and grab as many salads as you want. Try all of them because they're all probably absolutely delicious. Then before you finish off, grab a slice of bread because you know bread is life, okay? There we go. We have a protein, we have a fat, we have a carb, we have vegetables. That is a diverse plate right there, okay? And even with when it comes to like desserts, I still say balanced desserts. And not only does it balance your blood sugar level so you don't get this like energy crash at the end but it really helps you satisfy the craving and not I feel like overeat because a lot of times people tend to especially on sweet things people tend to overeat because they're actually lacking in nutrients um, in other areas of their diet so let's pretend that it is Christmas and you're craving that delicious sugar cookie okay pair it with some plant-based milk or normal milk but I don't drink dairy due to a really bad allergy and I don't mean like intolerance I mean allergy um I break out in hives and I get really sick if I drink dairy um but plant-based milk almond milk has some protein but it has a lot of calcium so we need that calcium okay and maybe some nuts you got protein you got fat and some fruit on the side there you go you got sugar cookie which is good for the soul okay then you have nuts and fruit and some milk like delicious satisfies the craving doesn't make you overeat you're getting your nutrients in you're being a wellness princess not even a wellness princess you're being a wellness queen and we all know it okay so this kind of mindset really helped me during holidays like always ask what can i add to a meal it's not what can i take away what can i restrict it's always what can i add and especially during thanksgiving or christmas when there's all of these foods or whatever holiday you're celebrating there's all of these foods that are different try all of them but make sure that you're getting in your nutrients you know put on a little extra salad if you need it a little extra chicken if you need some extra protein like you know best how to balance your plate so do it number four is practice meditation and or journaling so i know the holidays can be so stressful 
So between all of the things going on, you might find yourself turning to food or other negative habits to cope. For me, I used um, food, over-exercising, along with, um, you know, just picking out my skin. And those were just very bad negative habits. They didn't make me feel good. And I was determined to find some positive coping strategies for, you know, like Uncle Ben or one of those just, those people that just bother you or even finals or whatever you have going on during this season. So meditation and journaling became my new coping mechanisms and I'm so proud of myself to say that because I am not a meditation girl, okay? I am probably one of the most high energy, high stress people you'll meet in your life, okay? If you ever meet me in person, which eventually I want to meet you people, like you're going to be like, wow, she could like explode at any minute. And that's kind of how I am, okay? So I would be the last person to be able to meditate successfully. The last person you would ever see meditating. But I do it every morning. And I do it specifically in the morning or during stressful situations because that's when I feel like really grounds me and it makes me feel good. I love some deep breathing techniques when I'm anxious Especially when I tend to have panic attacks sometimes. So having the box breathing method, which is for like four seconds of breathing in, four second hold, four second breathe out, four second hold. Doing that for a couple minutes just really calms your entire nervous system down and it makes you feel just a lot better. Journaling for me helps to identify emotions and try to get to the root cause of it. So It is one of my best forms of self-care because I personally feel like it just helps me. It really just, it it helps me see where my emotions are coming from and some underlying things that I'm feeling. For meditation, I use the Headspace app. No, this is not sponsored. I wish it was. So Headspace, if you're listening, hit your girl up because I love your app. But I generally do deep breathing by myself and I journal in a regular notebook. I have used the five-minute journal, you know, those like, They're like $32 on Amazon, okay? I have purchased it in the past. I think it was last year. And it's good, but I don't like that it doesn't give you the freedom to deep dive and really just write. Because sometimes you want to write more than just the three things you're grateful for. Um, At the same time, it's kind of overpriced. And I'd rather go to TJ Maxx and buy a cute little leather pink $8 journal than go on Amazon and spend $32. Uh, But that's me. You know what I mean? But it's probably you too, so we're all in this together anyway. Number five is focus on mindful eating. So a lot of people tend to overeat during the holidays because the food is so good. And remember, when this happens, it's okay. It's normal as long as the motives were good and not coming from a place of guilt and shame. You know, even I overeat sometimes when like, You know, my mom bakes or purchases fresh bread. Oh, I'm eating the bread. And I'm eating more than like two slices, okay? And that's okay, you know? Because it's coming from a place of, oh, this is so good. And I'm nourishing my body rather than I'm guilty. And I'm just going to stuff my face to the brim. And I feel like intuitive eating really helped me with this. Because really no food other than allergies, of course, is off limits to me. I can eat chocolate whenever I want. I can eat bread Whenever I want, I can eat a pastry whenever I want. And because of that, I don't have the urge to overeat on those things. 
obviously the holidays, there are some things that like only come around once a year, like, you know, grandma's pie or, you know, whatever your favorite holiday treat is. So you might have an extra slice or two of that, but um, you're, it's coming from a good place. And I think knowing your motives and really mindfully eating, really enjoying whatever is set in front of you really helps you. Remind yourself that overeating is normal and just try to be be more mindful with your food next time. So do not, however, do not, capital D-O, do not restrict during the day. So like, don't be like skimming breakfast and lunch because, oh, Thanksgiving dinner. No, that is like literally setting you up for a binge, okay? And do not restrict the day after. Just don't do it. Like, just don't do it because this can get you into a binge restrict cycle and we want to come out of 2022 being the wellness princesses that we are and not stuck in any of those negative cycles that are not healthy for our minds or our bodies okay moving on number six do some self-care so admits a very busy season a lot of giving and hosting and exams for those in school you know remember to do some self-care And so for me, I've been trying to implement self-care Saturdays. So I work all day on Saturday. So think about this. I have school Monday through Friday. I work all day Saturday and on Sunday I have church and I tend to volunteer as well. So I'm not like chilling at my house 24-7 and that's okay. That's just the reality of my life. However, I noticed that it's generally Saturdays when I hit a wall and I literally just burn out. And my Saturday evenings were always filled with a lot of guilt and shame for not being productive and na-da-da-da-da. Well, I started being productive by doing self-care. So I, yesterday, came home from work, did a little bit of schoolwork, you know, whatever I had left over. And then I, and after dinner, I did a 12 to 30 workout on the treadmill, stretched, okay, doing some exercise, get those, get that blood flowing, especially all day of being at work. And then I took a bath. I took one of those lush bubble bars and I made my bath soapy and just hot, okay? I went in with a book and I started this new book and I'm going to finish it today, which means I read it in a whole day. It's The Inheritance Games by, I think it's Jennifer Barnes. I absolutely love this book and I'm so going to read book two and three within this week. Um, Such a good book. But I started that book. I had a good candle going. Then I got out and I took the shower. I don't know. Some people only take baths, but I need to take shower after my baths because I kind of feel gross just sitting in my... I actually... Okay, here's what I do. I take a shower before the bath because I feel gross sitting in like the dirt and the sweat, okay? Then I get out of the shower, okay? I put on hair oil, hair masks. I put on a very like one of those dirty clay masks that are like literally black. And I go and I sit in the bathtub, get all foamy, read my book, enjoy, switch out the clay mask for a moisturizing sheet mask, still sit in the bathtub, enjoy. And then after all of the masks have sunk into my skin, after a good like hour, then I'll get out, I'll rinse off, you know, all the masks, all the hair oils in the shower. I take, I exfoliate, I shave, then I get out and I put on my Laura Mercier really expensive but really nice ombre vanilla body cream okay get in my cozy robe turn down the lights low make sure a candle's going 
and read some more and just chill. Like, think about how nice that felt. It felt so good. Was I like 100% productive doing school? No. But did I feel good and energized? Yes. And did I wake up this morning feeling even more energized? Uh, yeah, you can probably tell by this episode. Like, I'm able to be more productive because I put time in myself. So I'm going to be doing self-care Saturdays for the next, you know, couple months. And if I like it, I'll keep doing them. And I recommend for you to do the same. But again, self-care looks different on everyone. So if you are not like a bath person at all, then, you know, just read a book. Maybe do a face mask. Get your nails done. Do something you enjoy. Even working out. Working out was part of my self-care. So it could really be anything. Um, Just do what you enjoy and what kind of turns your mind off during this busy season and gives you time to reconnect with yourself. Number seven is plan some fun activities. So if you're anxious around the holidays, especially during meals, plan something fun after. So a board game, going shopping, ice skating, taking a walk in the snow, all of those are great things. These activities can also can incorporate movement and fun. So, you know, skiing, ice skating, that's like forms of movement and it's actually super fun. And plus friends and family can go along with you and you can enjoy each other's company and all get that movement in. Or you could also bake or cook. I love, you know, cooking Christmas cookies. It's such a fun activity, especially if I'm feeling a bit stressed. And you could also do something at like a soup kitchen or, um, you know, at like a food shelf and give back to the community. I think it's really good to take a step back and realize that you're, you sure should be very grateful for what you already have and also give out of that gratitude towards what you have to others. On that topic of being grateful, actually be grateful. So every single day I like to write down or say three things I'm grateful for. And this kind of was inspired by the five minute journal, but you know, I still do it in my regular $8 TJ Maxx pink leather journal. I like how I'm very specific, but I mean, it's the truth. I think you want a visual of what I'm writing in. Um, So let's do a little practice. What are three things that you're grateful for? Okay, have you thought of them? Today, I'm grateful for the good vibes that I have going on. I'm grateful for I'm grateful for the kind of snowy flurries that are going outside my window. It's not like snowing, snowing, but we're in Minnesota, so snow will come eventually. And I'm also grateful for this time of rest I have before the rest of the year, or I guess the semester wraps up and I have a lot of exams and projects due. There's always something to be grateful for, even on the crappy days. And a lot of times being grateful can make you realize how privileged you are and find the best in each situation. It also does give you some practice for Thanksgiving because I feel like in the past I've always been that awkward kid that like parents are like, what are you grateful for? And you're sitting there, um, I don't know, the food, like I think people, of course, food is something we should be grateful for, but I think we can dive deeper and see things that might not be on the surface of being grateful. And sometimes it is food. Sometimes it is, you know, good weather. Um, But sometimes it can be something deeper. Like I'm grateful to, um, you know, have a mom that I can talk about things to. Number nine is try and maintain your sleep schedule. 
So sleep is so, 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 so important for your mood, your appetite, your fitness results, and literally everything else. So make sure that even throughout this busy season, you're trying to get at least seven hours of sleep a night. For me, I try to go to bed and wake up at the same time and having this strong morning and evening routine to set up for a productive and successful day not only helps me be more productive and rested throughout the day, but it also makes it easier to wake up and fall asleep. So make sure that you have this kind of routine going. However, I know that there are parties and vacations during this time of year, and if there are a few days that you can't skip, stick to your sleeping schedule, give yourself grace. It's not like you were trying to do it on purpose. And, you know, just get back to your sleeping schedule when possible or change it around a bit more to make sure you're getting a good amount of sleep. Like if you're staying up extra late and you only get home at midnight or something because you were with family or whatever, then get up at 7 a.m. instead of 5 or 6 a.m. Make sure you're getting that sleep and just try and get back on your sleeping schedule um, whenever you can. Lastly, just enjoy. So the holidays only come around once a year. Just let go of the stress and enjoy the holidays. I know the things that can get through your mind is, you know, am I going to lose my fitness progress? Am I going to go back on my healthy habits? You know, am I going to overeat or binge again? And quite frankly, you can make this year, the end of this year, be, you know, your year. You can still start working on your New Year's resolutions today because it doesn't have to be a special day it doesn't have to be Monday or whatever day or whatever time to start. You can literally just start whenever you feel like it. And I think that's what I'm going to leave you off with because this episode has already been really long, but I really want to reach out and help those because I know that the holidays can really be stressful for a lot of people surrounding food and fitness. And I kind of want to be someone in the, I guess, fitness space and the wellness space to be like, it's okay to have these feelings and emotions, but there are some easy tips that you could implement that can make things a lot easier. You know, you know, I've already preached about how I'm against counting calories. So if you're still counting calories, just stop. It's going to make the holidays harder for you. It's going to make it more stressful. You're going to miss out on a lot. Um, so I'm just going to recap the 10 little tips that I set out for you. So maybe, you know, write a couple of them down. Make sure that you are applying to them throughout, you know, every single day, including the holidays. So number one, stay hydrated. Number two, move how you want. Number three, balance your plate. Number four, practice meditation and or journaling. Number five, focus on mindful eating. Number six, do some self-care. Number seven, plan some fun activities. Number eight, be grateful. Number nine, try and maintain your sleep schedule. And number 10, enjoy. So, you know, I really hope that you took at least one or more of these tips for the upcoming holiday season. Go be that incredible wellness princess. I know you are. Make sure you're balancing your plate, staying hydrated, staying sweaty too. Um, get in that sweat, what, however you want to get in that sweat. Make sure to follow and subscribe me on the podcast and my Instagram and TikTok. DM me if you have a holiday idea, a win. Maybe you are starting an eating disorder recovery. Maybe you never dealt with it, but you know, you're trying to intuitively eat after a bunch of fad dieting or you're becoming more confident in your body. Whatever win or whatever you're going through, just remember my DMs are always open and I will always, always reply to my DMs. I hope you absolutely love this episode. And I can't wait to see you next week. Bye-bye, wellness princesses.